We'll do a review of the Kutis Sichas Chelik the first Sicha for the Parshas Vayigash. So in this Sicha, the Rebbe explains a Gemara, and Rashi brings it down, that when it says that when Yosef and uh, his brothers, um, he revealed themselves, so it says that he fell on the neck of Binyamin, his brother, and he cried, and Binyamin cried on the neck of Yosef, and the Gemara and Rashi brings down, saying that this references the uh, Beis Hamikdash. They were crying for the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Uh, Binyamin was crying for the destruction in Yosef's Beis Hamikdash, which was the Mishkan Shiloi. That was the Mishkan after they passed over the uh, Yardin. And eventually they came to Shiloi, and there they had the Mishkan standing, and it was destroyed. So that's what he was crying about. And then... Uh, uh, Yosef was crying for the two Beis Hamikdash, the first and second Beis Hamikdash, which were in the Chelik of Binyamin, as uh, the uh, Yerushalayim and the place of the that specific place of the Beis Hamikdash was in the Chelik of Binyamin, and that's what he was crying for. So the Rebbe is going to explain why crying on the neck versus crying on the head, for example. What is special about the neck? The Rebbe will explain that the head can sometimes be detached, the head, the neck shows on the connection because the goal is for the head to impact the rest of the body which goes through the neck, the neck is the connecting piece, that's the main thing. But the Rebbe will also explain something very interesting, why is it that uh, they were crying for the Beis Hamikdash in each other's uh, resting place, Binyamin for Yosef and Yosef for Binyamin, why not... Uh, each one crying for their own Beis HaMikdosh. Why crying for the other one Beis HaMikdosh? And also how come Yaakov, as we learned when he met up with Yosef, it says also he cried, but it's also not crying for the uh, Beis HaMikdosh. Uh, Yaakov was the father of everyone, so he can definitely cry for the Beis HaMikdosh, but he didn't. So the Rebbe will explain the whole idea that crying is good for somebody else when you feel bad, but for your own self, you don't cry, you have to do something about it to change something about it. We'll learn inside. Sif Aleph. Allah Posik, on the verse in our parsha. this is in Perek Memhei, Posik Yudalad. So the Posik says, Vayipoil al binyamin that Yosef fell on the neck of his brother Binyamin. And here it says in the plural, Tzavore, not Tzavar, not one singular, but on the next, we'll see them, and that represents two Beis Amikdosh. And Vayevk, and Yosef cried. And then it says, Ubinyamin Bachal Tzavorov. Here it's a singular. Binyamin cried on his neck, on the neck of Yosef. So Isa Begamore, so this is in the Gamore Megillah and after Zainam with Beis, and also uh, in Rashi, that Bocha Yosef Al Shnei Mikdoshim. That Yosef cried for two Beis Hamikdash. That's why it's a plural. Tzavrei binyomin vehem hamuro murumozim betevas tzavrei loshonab. Those are hinted in the tzavrei in a plural, for there were two Beis Hamikdash. Asidim li yoyz bechelko yishu binyomin. In the future, they are going to be in the portion of binyomin when they divided Eretz Yisrael. The Beis Hamikdash stood in the section of binyomin. And they are going to be destroyed. So for that destruction, 
Yosef was crying on the two tzavori, on the plural, for those two tzavori amigdash. And then on the other hand, we also have a binyamin chulu bocha, he was crying on Mishkan Shiloi. On the Mishkan of Shiloi, where the Yidin war, after Noivin given, they went to the Mishkan Shiloi. So in Shiloi, they stood for several hundred years there. And that is going to be in the future in the portion of Yosef. So that what Binyamin since that is also going to be destroyed. So Binyamin was crying for the base Hamikdash, what that was in the portion of Yosef in Mishkan Shiloh. So first, the Rebbe is going to explain why is the base Hamikdash hinted when you cry over the neck? Why is the neck represent the base Hamikdash in the other one's uh, part? And then after the Rebbe will explain the idea of Tzavore, the Rebbe will also explain why were they crying for the base Hamikdash on each other's part rather than each one crying on the base Hamikdash of their own section. So Vihine Hatam Shetzavore Meramiz Lebeis Hamikdash. What is the reason that the neck is a hint for the Beis Hamikdash? Is Mevur b'Medrash Alaposik? The Medrash explains this on the verse Kimigdal David, like the Tower of David of David is Tzavorecho is your neck. So what does it say the Medrash over there? Ma Tzavor Ze Nosun Begov Hoishal Odom. Just like the neck is the high part in the person. Kach. So the Beis Hamikdash is also given in the high part of the world. So when you read the uh, the uh, Medrash, it seems almost that the Beis Hamikdash was on the height of the world. In other words, the uh, highest place on the uh, on the earth. That's what it would seem like. But we see that he's actually equating it to the neck. The neck is not the highest part that's underneath the head. So that's why, but the Rebbe says we, but there's, the Gemara actually says that the uh, Beis HaMikdosh was not built all the way on the highest spot. It was a little bit lower. It's like the neck. And the neck. So that's what the Rebbe explains now. What it says here, in the height of the world, that that's where the Beis HaMikdosh was built. It doesn't mean literally. It doesn't mean that it goes up in its height over the entire world. The highest place is the Beis Hamikdash. No, but rather, as the Gemara explains, Allah Posik, it says Ubein Ksefov Shochen. So it says that the Abishta rests uh, between the shoulders. So the fact that it says in Dvorim Lamad Gimel Yud Beis. So, what does it mean between the shoulders? So, it says in the Gemara, There is a place called Ein Itam, which is the highest part. And that's actually the highest part. But the Beis Hamikdosh was built not on Ein Itam, not on the highest part, but 23 Amel lower than Ein Itam. And the Gemara says there, It represents like the neck of the person which is on the height of the body but it is a little lower than the head The and on the contrary it's not only that uh, we didn't make it all the way to the height but not making it to the height is actually 
the, the most fitting and best place for Rabbi Samikdosh. Amri, they said, Nachti Bey, let us lower it a little bit, not go up to Ein Itam, not go to the high, but lower a little bit. Mishum Dekisi, because the Pesach says, that Hashem rests between the shoulders, which is the shoulders, that's where the neck is of the animal, that is, Ein Lachanoa B'Shoir, Yoyser Mik Seifov, there is no beautiful part of the ox than the shoulder, the shoulders, means uh, that's the beautiful part, and that is the place where the base of Mikdash was built, a little bit lower, that's the most beautiful. Hainu. So therefore, so what does it mean in the Medrash that brought down in Kimigdal David Savorech, that it's like the neck, that it says that it was built in the height of the world? It doesn't mean literally on the highest place, it means within the height of the world. Hainu. The Begovoi Muvonoi, the understanding of Begovoi, is understood as Betoich Govoi Shaloilam. It's within the height. It's amongst the highest places of the world. It doesn't mean that it's the highest spot. But the uh, the question is, if height is something which is important, as we see that it has to be begovoy, why not the head? Why not the highest place? Why are we saying to make it a little bit lower? Uh, why is that the more beautiful place? And the Rebbe will explain, and the meaning of it is, because we need the head to connect to the body. The neck is the part which connects because ultimately we want the head to be um, connected, impacted. It should impact the, 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 the and want everything to go by the head. Let's look inside. But it would seem, So what is the advantage? What is it so beautiful that it's not on the total height? Either way. If there is no advantage being high up, so what is he teaching us with this? That the Beis that it is in the height of the world. So it seems that that is important. If it wasn't important, why is he telling us that? So if it is important, now if on the other hand that is a maila. As it's also mashma from the above that it was built on the higher place. So it would seem whatever is higher, then it's more beautiful and it's greater. So what is the reason that the Besamikdosh was that it was lower? There's no nicer place the Gemara brings down that the Rebbe quoted. That is no nice place than 23 amas lower because the neck, why isn't it actually the highest part in the body? So so we understand this, we let's under, uh, first introduce what is the idea of a neck? What is the tzavr? That is the intermediary. The neck is in between the head and the body. The general life force is in the brain that's in the head. How is it extend? How do we draw this down from the head into the body? That comes through the intermediary of the corner, the windpipe that connects. And also the uh, esophagus and the trachea 
Vivridim Shabigorn and the veins that are in the neck. That you need to connect the head to the other things. Everything goes through the and likewise, it's also the way the intellect is drawn down from the head, from the intellect in the head. This that the intellect, uh, the external part of the intellect draws, which draws down and comes from the mind to the heart. And then, when it comes to the heart, it expands the influence of the blood. Everything goes to the whole body. It's through passing through the narrow part of the throat. That interrupts in between the heart, the breast of the body, and the head. According to this, so based on this, there is an advantage uh, uh, of the neck, even over the head. It is specifically the neck, the throat. That brings into actuality the goal of the head. What is the goal of the head? Number one, that all the limbs should receive their energy, their vitality from the head. And base, and number two, that all of them should conduct themselves according to the intellectuals in the head. So there is a, uh, for the purpose of the head, being able to bring it down into the rest of the limbs to give them their energy and to control them, it has to go through the neck. So when you measure, the advantage when you measure the advantage of the head as it is by itself, that is greater than that of the neck by itself. And that's why the head is actually higher even than the neck. So if you look at that, which is a greater advantage, of course it's the head. But that advantage of the head is only in the order of the steps. But as far as the goal and the purpose of the head, there is an advantage of greatness in the neck. Because it's in a lower madrega, there is taken advantage in the neck. Because the, the neck, that is the intermediary. And in it is the power and the ability to extend, to bring, to pass, to transfer the energy and the intellect from the head into the body. It's because of its lower level, so it can take the higher level and bring it down. So the Rebbe says the same thing is with the base amigdos that is equated to the neck. Similar to this, we can also understand as far as the base amigdos. Hanimshel Litzaver, which was equated to the neck. Sheikir Malosi Benachsi Beipurto, his main advantage of the neck is that it's a little bit lower. Mereish Govhei. It's not the top of the height, it's a little lower. What is the function of the Beis Hamikdash? 
who shaboival yodo yumshach v'yoyir oir elikil chaloylam that in it and through it should extend and light should shine illuminate the light godly light to the entire world until the world's lowest and levels in in in, in Madrega. so to the lowest of the places and that's why the Migdosh was it was high, but it wasn't totally high. It wasn't and it wasn't separated from the world. Had the base Hamikdash been on a total height, then it would be beyond higher than being having the ability to shine through the base Hamikdash through the whole world. But you let it down a little bit. It's connected. And close to the world in order to illuminate it. Just like just like the neck of a person. The fact that it's lower than the exaltness and the elevation of the head. It's closer to the body. So he becomes the intermediary to uh, connect them to one, to connect the body with the head, it's because it's a little bit lower. So the same thing is the Beis HaMikdash. What is it? And the same thing applies to the person's personal Beis HaMikdash. The same thing is also with the personal Beis HaMikdash, which is in every Jewish person. When the godly soul that's within the person, it is not in a level that it's exalted, that it's separate, than the small world of the person, but rather it occupies itself and dresses itself up in this small world, into the of the person, in order to sort out and to refine the animal soul that's in the person, and as the body and the portion in the world that the person has to refine. So if the soul is not removed, but he is engaged, through this he becomes a sanctuary and a migdosh, for Hashem's light. So Nois Beis, the Rebbe says, now that we explain that the tzavore means not specifically, it's it's the neck, it's specifically because it's not the highest place, we understand why they were all crying also on the neck when it comes to the Beis Amikdosh, because that was the most important part, because the part of a Yid is to uh, impact the body, so the head itself, there's nothing to cry about. That's always on a high level, the neshama. But we're talking about the place where the neshama engages with the body. And when we lose the Beis Amigdash, unfortunately, that's because we failed to uh, bring the nefesh elikis's, uh, uh qualities and impact into the world. Let's look inside. Base. Apizei yuvam. Based on this, we understand. Masha Yosef nofal al tzavori kipshutei shobin yominachiv. That Yosef fell 
literally on the necks of his brother Yochiv, and he cried. And then Binyamin Bochal Tzavorov, and Binyamin cried on the neck of Yosef. Why were they crying, each one, on the necks of his brother? Why not on the head of the brother? Because the Roish is That is the main and the elevated part of the person. So why were they crying on the necks, not the head? But who because the goal, the purpose, the objective of the Bnei Yisrael is Kemaimer Chazal, our sages say of blessed memory, Ani I've not been created but for one purpose, to serve my <coughs> my Hashem, to serve Hashem, to serve my acquirer, one acquires my Hashem, Hainu Lishamesh Ulahashlim as Kavonas Koine, that is to serve and to fulfill the intent of his creator in the creation, which is, what is the ultimate goal in creating this person and creating all the world, is to be for him, for Hashem, for the Koinai, for Hashem, to have a dwelling place in this world. That's the ultimate purpose and goal of Creating everything. Vizeh, that aspect of it to make a dwelling place for Hashem, totally bavidas bnei Yisrael. That hinges on the service of bnei Yisrael. Sharakoyo bidei shamayim, chutzmira shamayim. Because everything is in the hands of Hashem, with the exception of the fear of Hashem. Which means to fear Hashem, that Hashem, so to speak, is not in charge of, that's up to the people. Shireshis ha-voidah That's the main of the service, the main principle, and the root is Shehem Yasu so that they shall make a dwelling place for him, blessed in the lower world. Al Yidei through each one and one of them should refine his body and his animal soul and his portion of the world. That's the way to make the dwelling place for Hashem, which is the reason why Hashem created everything. So therefore, so what's the main in this? Even relative to the Rosh, which is the Neshama. So relative to the Rosh, it's the next. It's the neck that's in the person. Through the neck, this work is accomplished. So, so now we understand. They were crying on the necks of the other ones. It's not on the Rosh. First of all, for the head of Ben Yisrael, which is Nishmasi, Al Nishmasi's soul, only because there's nothing to cry about. Because Nishmas Yisrael, the soul, is Gam also at the time that one sins, it's together with Hashem. So we don't cry for the head, the head is there, always intact. The Nevshel Kiss is always, the Neshama is always good. Uh, so therefore, you don't cry for the head. And number two, we don't cry for the head is because Tachlisei, Shaben Yisrael, the ultimate goal of the Jewish person is not in his head. 
It's not the service just to the soul, the head itself. The purpose is the neck, to impact the body, in the animal soul, and in the portion of the world, as mentioned earlier. So now the Rebbe finished explaining what's the whole idea of the neck and that and about the base amigdosh and to explain that the highest part is not the ultimate goal while the head highest part is the most uh, advantageous and greatest part of the person but it's the neck which connects it to the body which is the ultimate goal which is why the brothers cried on the neck of each other because not the head because head you don't need to cry for and that's not what the goal. The goal is to connect the neck, the connecting piece between the nefesh is to the body, to the uh, world, and that's why the crying took place on the neck. And now the Rebbe is going to go to, to another aspect of it. Why is it that they were crying for each other, Beis and not for their own Beis Hamikdash? Gimel. Amnon Tzarich Love. We need to understand. Why was Yosef crying for the Mikdash? In the portion of Binyamin. O Binyamin Bokha la Mishkon Bechel Kushal Yosef. Binyam was crying on the Mishkon in the portion of Yosef. Lechaira Adarab. Lechaira on the contrary. Kol Echad Mehem Olav Livkeis Al Churban Besa Migdash Bechel Kehu. Each one of them needs to cry, should be crying for the destruction of the Besa Migdash, which is in his portion. Hare Odom Korav Eitzel Atzme. A person is close to himself. So if he comes first, you should cry for your own Besa Migdash. And this is true, the Rebbe says. While you're supposed to love somebody else, it says, Kamoicha. So, like yourself. So, you come first. So, why would you cry for somebody else? Va'ad kach. To this extent that one is close to himself, even in the special mitzvah of loving thy fellow Yid. And even as explained according to the explanation of Chasidus, the great. Quant quality the kamusa and the extent of the quantity shalav of this love imkolze and yet still hare haavo einay ella ba'ifin shell that love is only in a way va'after lereacha kamoicha like you bechav adimyan a chav which means similar to you ve'einay magia mamish loisa amida it is not reached to actually the same measure shoevis hatzme that one loves himself and as brought down in the holy letters of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, and over there in Simon Zion, over there he discusses, while discussing in that letter, and that letter itself in which he at length explains how much one should needs to Increase, do a lot in giving tzedakah, which is the measure of kindness. So in that same Igeris it says, as he's trying to explain how much important it is, but he also says, <laughs> But what happens if you only have one jug of water? <laughs> Your life comes first. So we see that even in the Abbas Yisrael, you come first if there's only one jug of water. And in Cain, in that case, so for sure, to each one of them, what is more important, what touches more, is his own Beis HaMikdash. 
Umemela, and therefore, Gama Bechia, Hiresh's call. So, first of all, the crying, first of all, should be Al Khurbanoi, Shalamigdash Aloi, on one's destruction of his own base Amigdash. Further on, also, the Rebbe brings down, but it says that when uh, Yosef fell on the neck of his father Yaakov, uh, so it says that he was crying. For the destruction of the Beis Amikdosh of Yaakov, and Yaakov doesn't cry there for Yosef Beis Amikdosh. Let's let's see inside Allah Posik on the verse by Yipel Yosef al Tzavor of Shal Yaakov by Yevkat Tzavor of Eid. So when Yaakov encounters uh, Yosef, so Yosef falls on the neck of Yaakov and he cries on his neck on Yaakov's neck more. Isa bezoyar, so the zoyar says she Yosef bocha, well Yosef was crying al beis hamikdash anechrav, on the beis hamikdash that was destroyed. For a second, just crying on the, on the beis hamikdash was destroyed. Umezem etaretz, and further, but the fact it says oid, bezoyar mashakosu vayev kal tzavor of oid. What does it mean? Additional. Shalz hoisav bechiyon esafes. There was additional. He cried. That was the first beis hamikdash. Gam. Algolus Basra also on the second exile. Alagolus Achiachrin for this latest exile. So he cried for the first base of English and then the second base of English, which uh, still were lingering in the second, in the Golus, in this Golus. And that's what he was crying for. So the Rebbe says, Yeshlit Moya, but there is wonder, Madua Rak Yosef Bochal Churm Besamigdosh. Why is it only that Yosef was crying for the destruction of Besamigdosh? Bela Yaakov. And not Yaakov. Why did Yaakov? Now, with Terutzi Shul Rashi, but Rashi gives an answer. What does Rashi says? B'shem Rabbi Seinus, in the name of our teachers, She Yaakov Hoyukoyres Shema, that Yaakov was reading the Shema. But the Rebbe says, according to the Zoyar, Arilifiha Zoyar Lechoyreina Terutz, that would not be an excuse, that's not a reason. Because, because according to the simple meaning in the Pasik that he was crying just like that, so Yaakov was reading the Shema, so he did, it didn't affect him. But if ya- if Yosef is crying for the Churm Beis how is Yaakov able to sit and read Shema with Kamona? So it doesn't sit well. Api Pirusha Kosov. According to this meaning of the Pasik, that he fell in his neck, he cried. Because he missed his father, so he missed him. It was not because of the destruction. So therefore, how come Yaakov didn't return the same, didn't fall on the neck of Yosef and they did not kiss him? Is because he was reading the Shema. That's okay. Because that emphasizes how great the service of Yaakov. Even when he sees his sons for the first time, after for many years thinking he's not alive, so notwithstanding all that, because uh, he didn't stop from reading Shema. So that would represent the greatness of Yaakov, that after seeing him, after many years not seeing him, and he thought, 
For many years, he thought it was not allowed. He sees his son for the first time after many years, he thought he wasn't alive. So because yet he didn't stop reading the Shema. And more than that, Simcha Tsumazu, such great joy, it did not interfere with him reading the Pasukarish the Shema Shatzrich Kavona, the first portion of Shema that requires Kavona. Ah, well, if he Pirush has Zoyar, but according to Zoyar, which he was crying for the Beis Amigdosh, Echev Shorish Yaakov Avinula in Isragish. How could possibly be that our father Yaakov did not become emotional? Beloy Nitrad, and he wasn't disturbed. By destruction of Beis You could still read the Shema with Kavona. How come he wasn't disturbed by that? And as the Rebbe will explain in Eis Dalet, that sometimes, on the contrary, when you cry for something, it makes it easier, it alleviates your pain. And. One should not cry for his own Beis Amikdash if he can do something about it, because that way you're not going to in action. When you see somebody else's destruction, that's when you cry, because if you can't do anything about it, but at least you can cry, and that represents your care for the other person. But your own Beis Amikdash, don't cry, do something. David, explaining this matter. What is the idea of crying in the literal sense? That is to make it easier for the one that's crying. Like we see in actuality, that when a person cries, about a matter which is troubling and is heavy on his, on and it's bothering him. That crying doesn't have the power to fix something in the matter that caused him to cry. Uh, but he cries, it makes it, becomes wider to him. Once he cries it out, it uh, alleviates the pain. Similar as the verse says, that my tears were my bread. My bread means I sustained me, and that's how I, maybe it was the Pesach until David the Melech said this. So when this was understood, that when one has the possibility to fix this matter, then on the contrary, there is no room to calm yourself down, calm your spirit by crying. But you got to do and fix. And because of that, when he says, sees the destruction of a Beis Hamikdash, of his friend, he participates in his pain. Whose responsibility for the main fixing and the building anew of the Beis Hamikdash? That's not up to him. That's up to his friend. Yes, you are able to, and you're obligated to help your friend. Number one, Aleph, by rebuking him in 
pleasant through pleasant ways. And number two, by arousing mercy and davening for him. But the actual nullification of the sins uh, the uh, sins that caused to take away the actual sins that caused that the hand of Hashem has been sent into the Migdash of this friend to destroy it that's up to his friend he has a choice so he has to go and do it so you try to help him what you can but when you help them, when you do everything that you can, to help your friend. After this, that you did what you can, that the mikdash of your friend is still destroyed. This thing touches his soul. And he cries for him. That's what the crying is for your friend. When one sees the destruction of his personal base amigdash, his own, then he should not be satisfied by sighing about it or crying. But to put an effort to fix and to rebuild anew by doing his work. The hobby has agula protibanafshi to bring about the personal redemption in his side, in his in his soul. Crying is not in of itself gonna do something, it's gonna make it easier, it's gonna cause him to actually become lack. With crying, you have to do something. However, there is a crying sometimes which is part of the doing. Levat, exception, be ima the moishal shuva. Uh, the crying is tears of teshuvah. Then the crying itself becomes the correction, and that becomes the matter of building. As the Apostle says, Place my tears in your jug, collect them and till them. But sometimes crying sometimes he can actually weaken his service in building his own because the person almost feels because he says to himself says in his heart I already done my job I fulfilled my obligation I cried and I'm done and therefore that's why Yosef's crying in Binyamin was kol echad al beisamigdosh shebechelka shel hasheni, on the beisamigdosh that was on the other one's portion. And Yaakov lebochal churban beisamigdosh. Yaakov didn't cry for the churban beisamigdosh at all. Ki mohiyo koyre shema. He was reading the shema. Every ki Yaakov avim shel kol bnei Yisrael. Yaakov is the father of bnei Yisrael. Velochein. All of the Mishka Besamigdosh, they're all Yaakov's portion. He was busy in fixing and building Besamigdosh. What is the Besamigdosh? You're building a house so they can bring Korbonis. And 
Reading the Shema, if you read the Shema, it's as if you brought all these carbonas, the Ayla, the Zavach, the burnt offering, and the other offerings. Because the main carbon is that the carbon should come from you, you to give them. And Krishma, that's the Shema and the Mesiris Nefesh. Limser nafshe ba'echod to devote, give over your soul ba'echod. Bechol nafshecha with all of your soul, as we say in the Shema, afilu neitlas nafshecha. That's total miseris nefesh. So he was building the base of Mikdash. So it didn't get distracted by Yosef, but Farkert, he was doing at that time because it's his base of Mikdash. But Yosef was crying for the base of Mikdash that is in the portion of Yaakov. Finally, in Ois Hey, the Rebbe says so. If they saw that the Beis Amigdush was destroyed. So what's the point in crying? How are they going to change that? The Rebbe says, no. You could change even though what you see that will happen, but that can change around, as we see by Chizkiyo. As the Rebbe explains that, I say, so we can't ask. Since they saw with Ruach HaKodesh HaMishkon VaMikdosh Asidim that the Mishkon and the Mikdosh are destined to be destroyed. So this has already been decreed for this from above. What could we do about it? That's not a complaint. Why? Our sages already, a blessed memory, said, Even if you have a sharp sword laying over the neck of a person, should not hold back from asking compassion for asking compassion. Even if there was already, even after there was already a decreed judgment, we could through service, through avoda, through work, you can rip up the like we find in by the king gave him over the prophecy that it has been decreed that Cheskia will die. Finish your prophecy and leave. So Cheskia turned his face to the wall. And his prayer helped. says, I heard your prayer. And they added another 15 years, al chash no over the years of his life. Chomish esrish no yischayim kipshutum gamba ilam hazeh. 15 years of life, literally, also in this physical world. Vav, Amru Chazal, our sages tell us, kol doyoshen inivna beis amigdosh biyomov, any generation in which the beis amigdosh is not built in that generation, Malin olav kilu echrive. Then we consider as if he destroyed it. Derech zei yesh loimar benegei lekol echad. We can say with regards to each one. Mashal leinivn the beis hamikdash biyomov. Why is the beis hamikdash not built today? Ibnei she beis hamikdash aprotei uchorev. Because his personal beis hamikdash is destroyed. Im avedosei aprotis. If your personal service beis hamikdash loy hoyakayim bishleimus would have been. Your base of English would have been completely 
wholesome. Then Mashiach would come and build the general base of Middash. Why are we reflecting in this? The intent and the goal is It's not side crying. But the action and doing. The personal redemption of in the building of the base of Middash in your soul. And through this, you will hasten and you will draw down the general to build and the building of the base of Middash in this place. Soon, very soon, actually, very soon.